Welcome to Dudes of Hazards Radio. I'm your founder and host, Donnie McCarty. And on today's episode, we have one of my very good friends and one of our amazing league members, Will Shelton. Will, go ahead and say hey to the dudes. Hey, how's it going, dudes? Uh, I know a lot of you guys have played with me or know me, but uh, I'm Will Shelton. I'm from Greensboro, North Carolina, and I was lucky enough to be one of the inaugural members of the Dudes of Hazards. So I'm really excited to get together with Donnie and do this podcast. Yeah, man. I know um, we've been trying to link up and get together and play some golf when you're in town or do something. It's just, it seemed like early on through the spring, the weather or some other little like just thing got in our way, but I'm glad it worked out for us to finally get in here and record today. Absolutely excited. So guys, we're going to go ahead and give you a little rundown of what we're going to be uh, discovering on the podcast today. So first starting off, we're going to go ahead and meet Will, get to talk a little bit with him, just get to know a little bit about him. Uh, then we're going to cover some league notes just regarding upcoming tournaments and anything that league members would be interested in knowing. We are then going to have one of our league members that just joined this year. His name is Austin Green. He actually played in the member guest tournament with Will Shelton last year, and he's going to be joining us for a phone call. We're then going to go ahead and turn that back over to Will and do kind of our in-depth little 20 to 30-minute interview we like to do with our guests when they come on. And then at the end, we're going to go ahead and recap this amazing uh, weekend that uh, me, Zach Hill, uh, Josh Vasquez, and Dan Green had at Primland and Old Mill uh, over the weekend of, I guess it would have been the 27th or so, or 24th weekend, I'm not really sure, but um, last weekend, had a great time there. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, and Dan Green will actually call in as well. So it should be a pretty good time. And... uh, Let's go ahead and get uh, started with this. So, Will, um, you know, you drove in from out of town. Why don't you go ahead and tell the guys where you came from and a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I am uh, actually originally from here, a little small town called Unicord right outside of John City. I'm sure a lot of people know where where that's at. But live in Greensboro, North Carolina currently, and uh, I am engaged to a beautiful girl named Hannah Huntley, and we are due to be married August 27th. So, and also don't tell her about the golf course we have on the honeymoon plan, but Ooh. we'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just make sure she doesn't listen to this episode uh, until after that. Um, you know, and I, I saw one of the other really important things was that we made sure and you scheduled that wedding for when uh, we didn't have any golf tournaments Absolutely. or events because yeah. you would really hate to miss your own wedding or really running late to that because you were still on the course or anything like that well there's still a chance unfortunately don't tell her this either but oh. we are standing at, staying at grandover me and all my groomsmen and friends before mm. so there will be a round before the wedding just to make sure i'm nice and loose enough to say i do well know? yeah i mean you know you gotta have one last uh round with the, priorities, one, Donnie, priorities. one uh last round with the boys <laughs> for the nice little hoorah um so you said you live in Greensboro. Where, um, what do you do out there, man? Uh, I'm actually a project manager and insurance specialist for a roofing company, uh, Big Bear Roofing. Shout out to all my guys at Big Bear Roofing. We have a good time. But uh, I like to say that's just a fancy way of saying I stay on hold with insurance companies for a way too long. <laughs> so that's all I do. That's fair <laughs> enough. Um, favorite course you've played? Ooh, well, that's a, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm going to say Tobacco Road, but um, – I'm God, gonna, that was such a fun round. That was that was too much, almost too much fun. I yep. didn't I didn't want to go back home that day. I just wanted to play another eighteen. We've all had those rounds. Yep. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Grandover 
just because I've had my best memories on that yep. course. So you know, sometimes when you you look at the favorite course, I mean, sure, the way it's set up, the design, the aesthetics, the conditioning that matters. But it's like the memories that you actually hold Absolutely. at the course that, frankly, to me, borderline matter more in mm -hmm. some ways. And it's like, sure, I can sometimes separate the course for what it is, but when you just have great memories with your buddies or whoever it might right. be, it's just that those are going to be special places well, to you. That's why we do it. That's why we get out and play golf. It's not because any of us are going to be on the tour. Nope. Just have a good time and make some memories. How long have you been playing? Uh, playing seriously or? Yeah. I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd well, say, when, when did you start caring maybe a little bit more about the score? I'd say uh, I had some experience in high school. I would kind of just – Skip class and go to Buffalo Valley, mm. Miss Buffalo Valley. I but it. I started taking it serious when I moved to uh, Greensboro, the Greensboro area. And uh, so we had to live with my in-laws, my future in-laws for a while. And they just so happened to live on a nice country club. So, you know, I had to get in good with the father-in-law. So yep. we uh, had to start taking it pretty serious. That's awesome, dude. Um, guys, we're going to go over a couple quick uh, league notes real quick. So upcoming, May 13th through the 15th, which uh, when you listen to this, um, if you're listening to it right when it comes out, it'll be actually this weekend down in Blue Ridge, Georgia. We got 15 guys going down there, um, basically for the second major of the year. We got a lot of good guys that really have a chance at winning this thing from the likes of Brad Nagley, uh, Cade Pope, Hugh uh, Romine. Uh, you got uh, Wes Horton, Jacob Watson, Justin Fawn. A lot of the names that you hear on this podcast, uh, you got Alex and Nolan going. Um, they, they won't be making the cut probably or winning, <laughs> but they'll be there. Um, and so, yeah, it should, should be a great time. Our charity tournament is coming up June 4th. It's going to be at Pine Oak, so registration for that is now underway. Hoping to see a good turnout there. We're going to raise some uh, money for Isaiah 117 House like we did last year. Um, going to be a good time and hoping to see a lot of the dudes out there. Our next tournament is going to be the second Dudes of Hazards Cup. That's going to be our Ryder Cup-style uh, tournament, June 23rd through the 27th, down in Myrtle Beach. Uh, should be a great time for that. The match, which Will will actually be uh, playing in, versus, uh, it'll be him and Nolan versus Alex and Cade, is going to be rescheduled now for September 25th. So we got that locked down. It's going to be a great day, plenty of time to put that on your calendar. Weather should be nice. The course renovations should be looking great at the Johnson City Country Club. We'll have a great time on the patio, have some drinks, and raise some money. And then lastly, we would just like to take a second to make a shout-out to our first uh, league partner, uh, Piney Flats Chiropractic, uh, which is run by Dr. Sherry Wingate. She's amazing, based out of Piney Flats, Tennessee, which if you're not familiar, it's just a couple minutes outside of Johnson City. If you're uh, someone that maybe is having a little back issues, a little tight, feeling out of whack, out of alignment, go ahead and give her a visit. She is incredible. That was a knock from Will on the Viking blood uh, bottle of mead. So that's one down, one to go. And honestly, Sher uh, Dr. Sherry is just amazing. She's uh, Calvin Wingate's mom who does a lot for the league, one of the guys that puts in a ton of hours behind the scenes. So, you know, just be super grateful for the Wingate family and their support uh, from the charity tournament last year to now being a league partner with us. Uh, go see Dr. Sherry at Piney Flats Chiropractic, and she'll get you aligned and set up and ready to go for this golf season. So before we get uh, too far into this podcast, we're actually going to go ahead and give Austin Green a call and uh, hear from him. So really looking forward to hear what Austin has to say. He's been a friend of Will for quite a minute and uh, should be a good little interview.
Hey, buddy. Austin, what's up, man? No, hanging out. What are you doing? Well, currently sipping on a little bit of mead with Will at the podcast uh, recording studio. Kind of wishing you were here, but I suppose yeah, this will have sorry, to suffice. I'm on that. Yeah, we, I feel like we could have had a pretty good time here, but uh, you know, this won't be the last podcast, so I guess we'll just have to make this work down the road. Absolutely. Well, uh, Austin, go ahead and uh, just take a second. You know, uh, introduce yourself uh, to the dudes and to the listeners of our radio. Awesome. Well, hey guys. Um, as Donnie said, uh, my name is Austin. Um, I'm from East Tennessee. Um, I'm one of our, I guess per se, local dudes. Um, grew up with Will. That's also on the show. Uh, we played any sport possible growing up together. Um, so now we get to enjoy ourselves on the golf course with one another. So, boy, if that's not really how it's meant to be, get a lifelong childhood friend, grew up playing sports, competing against each other, grew up as an adult, play golf and drink together on the course and share oh, some laughs. For sure. Um, you know, probably get to watch Will drive some greens, probably also get a hit a few OB into the water when that drive gets a little loose. Uh, one so, more so, so than I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, Especially Austin. when we get the whole 16 when the drinking really kicks in. Yeah. Um. <laughs> when, when you've realized the round, like there's a one point in the round where you realize, all right, it's not going to be a low round. So do we really care about how the rest of this goes? And sometimes that's, that's whole 13 to 16 and you kind of just let it ride. So you get PRs in a different way, you know. You can shoot your career oh, exactly. low or you can drink your career high. That's the way yeah. I look at it. Yeah, I mean, by hole 16 <laughs> when the booze is kicking in and, you know what, let's see how far we can hit this. That's really where, especially when it comes to Will and the one-legged dude that's uh, now on here. Let's uh, game on. Hell yeah. Well, Austin, um, so no, you've been pretty busy this year. I know we'll see you at some events and tournaments coming up, but last year was your first event with us. You came out and joined us at the member guest where you played with Will. Uh, why don't you go ahead and just tell me a little bit about what you remember from that tournament and what kind of stood out in your mind and maybe oh. what made you want to join the dudes afterwards. Oh, man, the member guest is an awesome tournament for anybody that uh, uh, I highly encourage all of our dudes to bring somebody, um, talk about having fun, um, it's a blast. Um, played at a pretty good course there um, last year. Not real sure where we've got our schedule for this year. Um, but if, if you don't know by this point, all the dudes were there to have fun. Um, yes, obviously, sometimes it gets a little more competitive than, uh, than most. Um, but we're definitely there to have fun. Um, and if you're around me and Will on the golf course, you're definitely going to have fun or you're going to hear us having fun. <laughs> No. <laughs> so what you're saying um, is they can either join in on the fun or they can just kind of have a stick yeah. up their butt and then enjoy it from the side. Oh, for so. sure. Some of those guys out there shooting low 70s, high 60s, great job, smack on the ass. <laughs> but for me, I'm going to see how many beers we can get down and see how far we can hit our drivers. Let's I love be it. honest. <laughs> Austin, you, you really do rip the driver. I mean, I know that was like one of the things. We, we played together a couple times. We um, – Went up to Springdale, which is actually where we're holding our match play championship at this year. And that was, uh, I feel like we had a really great round there. We played uh, kind of on the same team. We played a little match play against uh, Calvin and Zach. And I remember playing a little scramble, and I was really glad to have you on my team as someone who doesn't hit the ball very far. <laughs> I was like, boy, I'm going to let Austin just sit up here and rip and grip this <laughs> shit. And, uh, dude, yeah. that, was, that was a blast. I mean, you, you hit the ball well off the tee. 
Oh, yeah. And um, sometimes it's on, sometimes it's not. Um, this off season, I've been really uh, focusing more on my 100-yard end game, um, playing with the wedges a little more. So when I do get back out there with the dudes, um, it is going to be uh, – y'all are going to see a different AG. Um, driver is going to be uh, knocked down a little bit, and 100 yards in is going to be a different game for me. So. Oh, you know, not quite the grip and rip it strategy, but honestly, you're looking to put up some better rounds and some better scores. Really, the hundred yards and in is where the work's done. I mean, if you yeah, can't, if you I can't mean, capitalize we, there, you're in trouble. Right. What's the show? I mean, what's the old phrase? You drive for show and putt for dough. I mean, hey, can't go wrong there. I got to so, let you but know. I like to drive for show a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a showman, Austin. So <laughs> I'm a broke showman, but I'm a showman. Hey, me and me and Will in a basketball uh, scramble are dangerous, bro. Dangerous. Yeah, I mean that's getting off the tee long right there between you guys. Definitely looking always back at the other playing partner group. Like, what are y'all doing back there? I'm, I'm thinking yeah. me, me, Austin, Donnie, and maybe Zach Hill. So we have me and Austin off the tee, Donnie chipping it to five feet, and then. Zach Hill, no look oh, putting Zach, Zach, Zach Hill uh, just making Zach Hill people. Zach is the definition of tiger vision, boy. <laughs> yeah, tiger vision. It, it's honestly obnoxious. Like, people have heard it before on the pod. Like, he just makes these putts, dude, and you're like, stop. Like, this has yeah. no right going in the hole. Mm. Uh, he yeah. hit one at the Dudes of Hazards Open. And I just was like, honestly, I'm over this stuff, man. Like, I'm not even happy for you. This is just – and you look around at everyone else in this playing group, and they're just, like, rolling their eyes like, you've got to be kidding me. What would you get, Zach? Oh, yeah, just a miraculous par save from 27 feet out with break. How many times has he putted out of the sand? I played with him at the open, and he putted to – I think he was off the green. What was that hole? Number 10 on – on, or uh, I think on. it was like uh, I think it was twelve, actually ten, or eleven or twelve. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, on the fodder stack, he was in behind the green. Yeah, and had a downhill putt out of the sand, and we're like, dude, you can't be putting this. And there Zach, was a lip. Yeah, there, there was, was a lip, lip on the bunker. And Zach's the type of guy that is just like, I will put this from <laughs> any and everywhere. So watch to out, three boys. feet to three feet. Hits on your sandwich. Watch this. I mean, seriously. <laughs> um, well, Austin, what uh, so what have you been up to this year? Um, I know you've been pretty busy, uh, so go ahead and just fill the dudes in on what life's looked like for you. We want to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, so uh, life this season of golf has been swamped. Um, before a uh, motorcycle accident, um, I was highly competitive in slow pitch softball um, and am actually coaching a major team out of New Jersey this year. So um, I've got guys, Florida, Ohio, um, pretty much anywhere and everywhere that you can think of. Um, I've got guys that were – we're actually down in Myrtle Beach this weekend playing in a tournament. So um, that's taken up the majority of my time. Um, and then work's crazy busy. Um, so we've got a uh, – we run an organization called Brighter Days Home Care. Um, we provide our uh, local veterans with um, in-home non-medical care. So uh, we're kind of giving back to those that have gave to us uh, as far as that goes. Love it. And it's a, it's very rewarding. I'm not trying to promote crazy, but it's very rewarding to see these guys go in and put somebody in their home to help them out with daily daily tasks that um, probably 80% of our, our clients don't have anybody else around, family, nothing like that. So when we're able to put somebody in there and help them out, it's, it's really uh, – rewarding as far as that goes so um squeaking around in here and there um i will be playing in our uh 
I don't know 100% if it's a dude-sanctioned event, but we are. I put a team, a four-man scramble team in uh, with a couple dudes and a, a solo guy that I'm trying to talk in for maybe next year oh, yeah. um, for our Isaiah House tournament coming up there uh, the weekend of the 4th. Yep. So, that is actually um, like a dude's official okay. event, well, and it's open to we'll guests. We'll be there. Hell yeah. And <laughs> there, will be, uh, there will be booze flowing and an unlimited amount of bourbon rolling with our team. So maybe unlimited um, birdies too. Eh, that's, that's 50-50, bro. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's awesome. So we, uh, I snagged a couple of our, uh, obviously Keith's going to play with us. Airwood's going to, um, and then I snagged, uh, Matt Westmoreland. So, He's nasty. Oh, wow. Uh, he, uh, I, yeah. Mm, so dog. I grew up, uh, <laughs> I grew up around Wemo on the, around the softball field. Uh, he grew up, uh, or came up playing with my dad. Um, in the softball world, um, and we've been close, stayed in contact. So me and Matt are pretty good buddies. So I figured I'd snag a ringer for this one. Um, <laughs> well, and that's then, uh, a ringer for sure. Yeah, big time pickup for the home team. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I actually just played with Matt for the first time today. And this, I mean, dude, he just hits the ball so well. Um, just oh. iron plays incredible. He said the driver can get a little erratic based off of what I saw today. I don't believe it. Um, Dude shot one over at the Johnson City Country Club, first time playing it today. Made four birdies, one or five bogeys to shoot a one over, uh, even on the front, plus one on the back. I mean, just awesome playing. And then he actually finished fourth in the Dudes of Hazards Open uh, out of 31 guys. So, I mean, uh, he can definitely come in place yeah that'll be fun to see on your team so it's nice to see our we've got a um a couple uh pros up there but i put myself in the pro drinker category Um, so i'm i'm the i'm the party of the group everybody knows that so So you're partying and you're expecting them to play and if they don't play good then they're expected to party i'm like the team captain i just put them together and then let them do their thing (laughs) i love so i'll bring the cooler um, we're, I'm working on a strap system to put the Yeti on top of the cart. So, I mean, Genius. let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That'd so, be great. But um, as far as the dudes go, I mean, we've got a, uh, for all those listeners out there, we've got a great dude, uh, group of dudes, um, and we're responsible with it. Um, and with that being said, we're not that group of hoodlums that get out and can't drive home um and as all y'all can probably know or may know um i take that uh take that to heart so that's a big thing for me no that's important i mean like you said you know we have fun but we'll be responsible setting up rides carpooling together we're pretty good about that i mean that's something that i mean honestly uh I mean, drinking and driving doesn't result in anything good, so that's definitely something. No. Even though you hear us on here talking about having a good time, uh, something that we do hold very serious and trying to be responsible there. Will, before we get off the phone here with Austin and jump back into the pod, you got a question for him or Austin, you got a question for Will uh, that y'all want to ask or anything y'all want to leave with? Oh, on the spot. Austin, you go first. I'm not good on the spot. Oh, thanks a lot, buddy. <laughs> um, so, really, I don't have anything um, – uh, I, we appreciate everything that Donnie does, Calvin does. Um, and really the only thing like, I've got for Will is, I mean, if y'all are drinking beer, why are you not drinking bourbon, man? Come on. Oh, we No beer here, man. Uh, we are drinking okay. Viking okay. blood. 
mead, Ooh. Nordic honey yeah. wine. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> of course, with the Viking of Valhalla in well, there. Yeah, I mean, be the, the League Viking, it's like, what else did you expect us to have yeah, on, I mean, on tap tonight? So, like, I just, I just finished um, The Last Kingdom on Netflix, and literally the only thing I could think going through my head was, damn. Why is Will not in this show? <laughs> Seriously. Like, dude, he could have been – I actually um, – the last season wasn't my favorite, but overall, uh, really surprisingly good show on Netflix. Just a little side note, I felt like. Um, but, yeah, like, definitely they messed up on not casting Will in a role there. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, just finished season five. I mean, we got – Will, I'm, I'm going to send him an email, bro, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Reach next out. season. Somebody petition um, to it, get it, Will on – uh, well, they actually have like a reboot of Vikings too. So if the last uh, kingdom doesn't work, then we can get Will on that at the very least. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Will, you got anything for Austin before we hop off here? I do. And on a little bit more serious note, and I don't want to put you on the spot here, but you are obviously one of the most inspirational dudes members. Absolutely. So I wanted to know because I, I thrive off, you know, mental preparedness and inspiration. What inspired you to get back out there after your accident? And what would you say to other people who maybe it might not be as detrimental as yours, but maybe they're having that down moment in their life. And how, how do you get back to the top, like what you're doing and being such an inspiration? Well, I'll tell everybody out there, um, never take today for granted. Um, for those of the, you all that don't know what happened is what Will's mentioned. Um, I'm out on my Harley on a Wednesday evening, um, got hit by a, at the time, a six time DUI offender. Um, and like a Wednesday afternoon at three thirty, um, and suffered an above knee amputation. Um, that was in October of 2020. Um, I hit my first golf ball in, I believe May of 2021. Um, don't ever lay down. Um, no matter how hard it gets, don't, don't give up. Um, one of my best friends, uh, told me while I was in the hospital, God gives his hardest battles to his strongest warriors. And that's something that I wake up every day and tell myself, you know, some days I don't want to get out of bed. Some days I just want to sit there. It's tough. Don't get me wrong. There's not a, a day that goes by that you like, damn, man, I got to put on my leg just to get up and to go downstairs. Um, it's tough, but you just got to look at yourself and say, hey, let's go. Let's get it. And even if it's not something like that, if it's going, if you're really wanting to up your game, go to the range. Go just go to the backyard, chip ball. It's not hard. Um, but most importantly, make sure you don't take that day for granted and make sure you have fun doing whatever you're doing. And, like, if you all can't tell by now, so um go get it austin thanks for joining us today man uh i think that's incredible there's a lot of people um that easily could just lay down and the fact that you're willing to get out here with the dudes i mean honestly i've truly the utmost respect for you and what you do love having you as a league member um and as a friend i know it's been a while since we've played but looking forward uh, to getting back out there on the course hopefully get you out to the country club we'll enjoy a round out there together get will in town oh, for sure. Uh, for sure. get the boys ripping and gripping it out there um and thanks for joining us good luck i know you got a game tonight so we're gonna let you go but uh thanks again for taking the time to call on in man and uh we'll see you soon. yeah see you guys have a good weekend yep see you bud all right see ya
All right. That was a honestly a great interview with Austin Green. Hearing a little about a uh, little bit about him, we'll definitely have him on the actual episode to get in here and talk. Uh, Austin is a great dude, charismatic guy, uh, a lot of personality, and just you know, I get it's easy sometimes when you're not in someone's spot to tell people to be tough or hang in there. Uh, sometimes that's not always the best advice, but the truth is, Austin is just one of those guys that just um, has a don't quit attitude as a just inspirational um and really proud to have him uh in the league and i'm gonna say it dude this guy with one leg can just absolutely bomb the ball past me at the driver absolutely. and absolute props to this guy oh it's made i played ball with him in unicoi i mean it's unicoi but he was a hell of an athlete so i mean and i hadn't seen him in a while i moved met her met my fiance hannah and then i come back and you know i'm playing with him you know, random dudes uh outing we're trying to recruit him and i'm like oh man i haven't seen him i know he had the accident and mm-hmm. i was a, i was a little nervous but yeah and then absolutely. and then i was paired with him and i'm like he's no different yep and he's hitting the ball just as far as i am yeah and he's killing it he's out there and i don't know it's a it's a fucking so it's a that, fucking inspiration man it, i it love is. to no, see it yeah, and i did too man growing up with him and he hasn't changed and yep. he's just He's just an inspiration. It's amazing. The uh, I know. So that day that Will's talking about was out at Graysburg. I think those boys went to a wedding the night before and running a little behind, so they missed the opening tea time with the front group, and we played and then doubled back. And so I went with David. They had a foursome. It was like those two, Jordan Hyder, and then I think m- maybe it was Keith. Yep. Yep. Keith Arrowwood, who's also a league member, and so we went back and I we just played two holes with them. Uh, and I remember thinking, like, damn, this guy can play. And on 18 on the fodder stack, uh, Austin rips his drive, puts his wedge right up into the green, about 12 foot, hits the birdie putt. And I was like, damn. Yeah. This dude, literally, with one leg, is noticeably better than Smacking me. Smacking everybody in that group. <laughs> and Bears took the low score on the hole. And I was like, that is awesome. But, uh, well, Will, let's go ahead and move on to you here. Oh, let's dive into this interview. I'm looking forward to just getting to know a little bit about uh, more about you. I think this will just be a fun little conversation. Okay, so don't dive too deep. Scary. Let's uh, well, let's take a <laughs> cheers. Oh, hold uh, on, hold on. While we're on well, here, where are you at right now? I'm at a pretty good spot. You pretty good spot to finish it. Uh, I don't know about that, ah! but I'll definitely take a good little chug. So <laughs> skull, skull. That's good stuff. Ah, that is. All right. Well, why did you join the Dudes of Hazards and? Why should others consider joining? Uh, short answer, uh, Jordan Hyder. Yep, the man. Uh, that, that was my connection to everybody. I knew no one before him. Uh, I think you guys that were all together in Pike, right? Yep, yep. So I, was, I wasn't I was in the, the frat group in college, but after we got out of that, he was like, Overrated. hey, jo- join my, join my, join my, join my, join my golf league. And I was like, okay, finally. Uh, did, and I played one round, and I was like, mm. we did it on the Golf Genius. And I was like, okay. I'm a, I want to make sure to meet these guys. Yep. And once I did, man, I found out why I wanted to stay and why I think people should join is, man, we were all we're all that hyper competitive. Most of us hyper competitive, really want to get out, hang out with the bros on the weekend kind of guy. Yep. And so a lot of us maybe played sports in high school or did something in high school, and had that competition every day with yes, somebody. Sir. Yep. So. I don't know. I think it's almost imperative for men our age 
to have that competition. It's friendly. It's friendly. Very we get friendly. out just yep. a little, little chirping. It's yep. friendly competition. I think that's very healthy for men our age to get out, or women, men or women, to get out there and have that competition and keep that mental health, keep that drive. It helps you just gain confidence and motivation to go throughout your day. No, I, I completely agree. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons, even though I don't play in many league events, I see that from the people that do play in it. They love just getting out there. And, it, and it's it's the friendly competition, but it's still competition. And and sometimes it is healthy just to compete yes. and to measure yourself, whether you're measuring yourself against yourself or with others at an event. Uh, sometimes it's nice to measure your skill set with a teammate mm-hmm. um, versus another you know two-guy team. You're sitting out there fist pumping, a four-man team, whatever it might be. I think it's a lot of fun to play, and um, I mean, not just saying this because Will's on here, being the man, you hear him pouring some more uh, mead in the the Viking horn, but Will's one of the guys that people love to play with, and you know, I think here in the Dudes, we have such a wide range of skill sets. We got guys like who I just played with, Matt Westmoreland today, guys nasty. We have guys like Cade, Brad, you know, guys that are out here winning tournaments can really play. Then we got guys who trying to break 110 for the first time or 100 for the first time or maybe for them they're that 80s golfer but they can shoot in the 90s as well and so they're just trying to stand their 90 whatever it might be we have guys with all sorts of different goals but you play sometimes with people that are above your skill set can be a little intimidating oh, absolutely but and like- you play with will who can bomb the ball a literally sometimes no exaggeration a hundred yards past you off the tee and be really easy for him to be like loser. He's probably thinking it, but he doesn't say it. And the thing is, Will just makes you feel like you can play with him. He's a blast. He's a really good player. Includes others and just has a great attitude. And that's where we look for from our members. And I feel like Will, you fit the build a hundred percent of what we're looking for in a Dudes of Hazards member. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Well, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about your strongman competition. You had that earlier this year. Really oh, curious to just kind of hear about that and how that worked out for you, man. Well, I guess a lot of you guys don't really know what strongman is. And strongman is just lifting heavy and weird things because maybe you got nothing better to do. So I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you a little like a line-by-line line breakdown of what I did, the, the events of the competition, the weights that it was, and – I don't know, maybe why the hell I did it. Um, so the first competition, this was in Raleigh, North Carolina a couple months ago, uh, prepped with uh, Train six five, train 365 out of Thomasville, North Carolina, Josh Fox, great trainer. He's also helping me train for a strong, or a long drive. Yes, so, we'll get I mean, to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. But, um, so the first event uh, was actually a farmer's carry. So what this is is two metal implements, one in each hand, and you had to go down 40 feet, drop it, pick up the next implement and so and so so the first implement was 210 pounds each hand down pick uh dropped it picked up a 240 pounds each hand drop it and come back and the last one was 260 or 280 40 feet so 120 uh, 120 feet uh of each weight in each hand no straps just chalk so that was the first event i think i did it in like 24 seconds something like that i was trying to that was one of I my don't better know if events. I done that in 24 minutes, Will. Oh God, it isn't. It <laughs> that sounds really just nearly impossible. It, actually, it's yeah. not fun, but that's what makes it fun. It's yep. it, I directly relate strongman to golf. Yep. It sucks sometimes, but that's why we do it. Yep. So, uh, so moving on to the next one, everyone knows what a deadlift is. Uh, this one was actually an 18 inch, so it was like right below the knee with an axle. So it's just a thicker bar. 
and I did a 460 pound deadlift and then a 480 pound deadlift. And then I got as many reps as possible with 540. I think I got like seven or eight. So, and that was in a minute time frame, something like that. Yeah. Th- these numbers are borderline just too big for my brain to comprehend <laughs> picking up. I, I used to work out back in the day. Probably doesn't look like it now. Kind of a scrawny little dude. Um, but, God, I was never picking up anything even remotely in the ballpark of that. So, I, I just – yeah, the it, just the pure raw strength that takes has to be insane. It's just like, again, hearkening back, it's just like golf. Like, I know I couldn't – I can't fathom going out and shooting par. I yep. haven't put it in the sure. work. Yep. I haven't put it in the work. Yep. Um, but I've been – this is something I've been working on for years. I got the God-given genetics. My dad was a huge man. I got the genetics for it, so I thought, don't waste it. Uh, helps with your mental health, helps with conditioning. Uh, so one last thing, there was a couple more things. Uh, the Viking press, of course, I had to win that one. So what that was was actually a gigantic tree log uh, put, I don't know, it was like a 20, 25-foot <laughs> uh, actual tree that cut all the limbs off, and they put it in an apparatus to where you could shoulder press it above your head. It was about 225 pounds in hand, and I got uh, 20 reps. Oh, I mean, that's pretty good. That's definitely like 20 more than I would have had. So, uh, excellent job, Will. Absolutely. So, I actually did end up winning my division. I uh, love that, man. Yeah. So, um, shout Cheer, out. Cheers to that. Oh, yeah. Cheers to that. Shout out again to Train365. Get me into shape. And uh, I don't know. Just it was a good time. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, so, last year, trying to remember this off the top of my head correctly, maybe missing something, but you went to – our Dudes of Hazards Cup, which is our Wilder Cup-style tournament down at Polly's last year. That was a good time. And then you also came to the charity tournament. Mm-hmm. And then you came to the um, tournament, the member guest, which member we talked guest. about with Austin. Yes. This year, came out to the Dudes of Hazards Open. So mm-hmm. you've been to four different tournaments. Absolutely. Uh, all different styles. What, what, what's been your, like, which one did you like the most out of these? I'm going to chalk it up to two. Obviously, you have to mention Polly's. Mm. That was Caledonia and True Blue, I'm going to beat Will to it. They're nasty. If you haven't played them, you're messing up. They are a must-play. They're different, the same, but very different and equally amazing. Yes. It was a ball, uh, and it wasn't even the golf that made it so fun. It was the dudes. Yes, This sir. was actually my first. Was it my first? Yeah, this it was. was. This that was, was my your very first. first. Yes, so I remember that. I'm traveling to Myrtle Beach. I've never met any of these guys. Nope. I don't even think I'd met you yet. No, you had. I met, met you on the on porch the, at. No, we met on the porch at yeah, Caledonia yeah. where we had our first drink together, exactly. sitting on you the porch. You got iced. Yes, <laughs> I did. That did. Happen. We won't talk about that. But <laughs> and I met all these guys. I knew Jordan uh, going down there, and I played one round with him. And we played four rounds. I played one round with a guy I know, and I swear to you, it was one of the most fun weekends I've ever had. That tells you something about the dudes. Yep. But what I also want to mention is the charity tournament. Uh, I'm talking about any charity tournament we do, um, one we did last year for the Isaiah House, one we're doing for the match. Uh, It's great to see guys like us. We know we get to play golf, and that alone in itself is a privilege. So we know how privileged we get to be playing this sport, and we get to give back. So I just think it's great that we are able to give back and actually – know where we are and are able to help other people. We're not just focused on ourselves. And that's, I think that's what's great about the dudes of hazards itself is none of us are focused on ourselves. 
We're always looking, hey, let's, is our buddy having fun? Hey, what can we do for the community? Hey, what are we doing for somebody else? I couldn't agree with that more. I noticed there's so many times where, yeah, people, you, you do want to play good. That is important. But there's a lot of looking around and looking at your buddy, and when he's struggling and you're playing good, you're picking his ass up and encouraging him to go. We are always at our events, we do like a little 50-50 on the par three contest mm -hmm. where everyone's usually putting in five to ten bucks for the shot. Uh, let's say 20 people do it. We do a drawing of the maybe seven people that get on the green. Mm -hmm. Whoever's name gets pulled, they get 50% of the pot. The other half, we're adding to our charitable contributions to Isaiah House this year for the charity tournament. So always looking to raise money to give back. We do... I mean, it sounds cheesy, but, like, we are just fortunate. Like, there's people that just don't have the luxury of getting to play golf. Not just, like, play golf, but play golf like we get to play golf. Exactly. At the volume mm -hmm. and the amount. And so, like, I mean, I just – I feel like that's important to us. And I know, Will, that means a lot to you. And I, I'm really thinking we're going to raise some really good money at the match this year. Absolutely. Uh, which, you know, let's just go ahead and switch over to that. I had another question for you. But um, you're, you and Nolan are going to be beating Kate and Alex at the match, I'm sure. Tell me how bad oh. and by what point will they just surrender because, well, you've decided to just drive about six greens on them and they're mentally defeated. See, that's what I'm thinking. So it just depends on how my putter <laughs> is acting. So I will say I just bought a new putter. So I don't know how it's going to act. I just bought a new TaylorMade Spider. So are you got until September? And they, yeah, so we're going to work on that. But if my putter's on – they won't make it past nine. No. You know, and then if they do make it past nine, I'm breaking out the horn, I'm breaking out the mead, I'm going berserker, and it's par fours, par fives, par sixes, I'm there on one. You know, it's and Cade's just on not going to know what it. he's handling. No, he's yeah, not. No. Um, well, you know what's nice is, so you and Cade are definitely the A players on the team, and then you have Nolan and Alex, but surprisingly with Nolan, Nolan actually, one of the strengths of his game is his putting. So maybe if yours is even off, mm. that's a great compliment. No, it's perfect. Um, now Nolan's driver, um, he can bomb it, but he can he can miss some fairways, and that's you know pretty par for the course. Iron play is getting better, um, not probably where he wants it to be. Short game, uh, I feel like it's pretty hit or miss. I've seen him hit some good ones, but his putting, honestly, since he got a new putter, has been dramatically improved. Right. Um, so that'll be fun to see with you guys. Um, so those were your favorite tournaments last year. Out of the ones that we have coming up this year, what, what's one that you're attending this year that you're looking forward to? Oh, Myrtle, Myrtle, Myrtle. It's it's yes, got it's got it's got Will Shelton golf written all over it. It's uh, <laughs> what does that mean? It means we're playing a lot of scrambles where I don't have to care really if my yes. drive is in three fairways over. Hey. It, I don't have to care if maybe I'm pissed drunk hole sixteen and you know you yeah. and Jordan have to carry me back to the hotel. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. You said me and Jordan. I, who are the other four guys that are going to pick your ass up? Oh, Because I know well, me and Jordan aren't getting you well, to the – I'm going to have a push cart. <laughs> They're going to make a push cart like they do for bags, except it's going to be, be size fat-ass Will, and y'all just going to throw me on there and push it right back to the hotel. It's going to be great. Jordan, when you listen to this, make sure you get on that. Make sure uh, you're working your out. responsibility. Yeah. You and Donnie better be doing some deadlifts. <laughs> I'm going to be uh, – Justin Fawn. Uh, Corey, uh, some of the other guys, uh, big boys, be uh, be preparing as well because uh, if it's relying on me and Jordan, the job's not getting done. Uh, but Myrtle, it's dude, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a great gonna time. Going to be in June, playing golf each day. Then we got plenty of bro out time for mm -hmm. afterwards after the rounds to kick it at the beach, uh, the condo, the bar, maybe back on the course. Who knows? But going to be a good time. Uh, so Will, you mentioned earlier, 
one of the guys that helps you get ready for that strongman competition is also training you for the long drive. So what's up with your long drive? I mean, you don't know about this about Will. Uh, he drives the ball very long. So he decided, well. <laughs> Might as well put it to use. <laughs> Let's right? put it to use. Because uh, maybe, hey, I mean, he hits it well. He, he does. He hits it in play largely. He hits it well pretty far. But um, I think he's really trying to go for those maximized numbers. And I think you really have what it takes to get it done. So tell me a little bit about how that's going. So it, it's complicated, and that's kind of saying the least. Because I'm trying to work balance to where I'm getting the max out of my long drive but not screwing up the rest of my game because it is fun. Yes, to have. So what we're working on now is with my coach, um, the numbers are there, the distance is there. So we're working on shot shaping, sure, which is 10 times harder than actually just hitting the damn thing far. Yeah, it is. So we're working on hitting it low, hitting a draw, hitting a high cut, hitting a high fade depending on – the wind, the elements. Sure. Because in a competition, you get eight to ten shots. So, I mean, if you're hitting into a, a gust wind in front of you, you're going to hit a low draw. Yep. But, I mean, if you're hitting with wind at your back, you want to hit it as high as possible, let that wind carry it. So, we're working on actually shaping the shot, which is odd for me. Sure. I didn't think I was going to do that with long drive. I just thought I was going to, you know, just put practice. my big boy yeah. britches on yeah. and hit the yeah. fuck out of it. So. <laughs> The um, so when you talk about that, when do you have a competition lined up at any point? Because I mean, uh, July in July, I'm going down to Greenville, South Carolina, and uh, they still haven't. It's weird. They still haven't decided whether it's indoor or outdoor. Okay. I'm hoping for outdoor sure. because you know the simulators are. Eh, and I'm, I don't know if yeah, you, you if you're an actually right. long hitter, you're you're you, wanting to get the outdoor. Yeah, because you, you are. You can hit through elements if you actually hit it hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, honestly, that'd be something I'd be interested in. I think some of the other guys would come, be interested in coming Absolutely. down and watching and I will, watching and I will maybe put that around the golf. When uh, everything, the time and the date is set, I will put it in the chat and we'll uh, we'll find a course around Greenville, South Carolina. And There's we'll a lot play. of good ones. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, if it's July 23rd, I'm out. <laughs> I got married that day six years ago, and Congratulations, if I am uh, playing golf on that day. Probably not, not going to work out for me the way I'd like it to. Uh, so we're just going to go ahead and probably put golf off the table for that day. Right, yeah. We're also going to black out all Dudes of Hazards tournaments from here on out from on the August 27th. Uh, that's not from me. That's from Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Got to keep the wife happy. Exactly. Uh, that's how we keep the guys happy. So, um Favorite course you said uh, was – I was actually going to ask you, but you kind of already covered that – was Grandover. Yes. Um, so outside of Grandover, which is due to some of the memories, uh, what would be maybe your next favorite course purely based off of the course? Besides Tobacco Road and Grandover, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to – I want to circle back to the memories because I want to just give a shout-out to my memories. But favorite course, unpopular opinion – most of y'all probably haven't played it. It hasn't been around in five years. Buffalo Valley, Unicoi County. <laughs> Doesn't exist anymore. That's where I learned to play. That's, That's where awesome. me and my father really, really learned to bond. Uh, late middle school, early high school. We were both terrible. We shared a set of clubs. They were old. I don't even remember the irons. And then the woods were actually wood. <laughs> so that's how I learned to play. Dude, uh, that's awesome. Oh, and that, that's what a lot of us, what I've seen is that's how we all learned to play with our dads and 
I was so lucky enough to do that. But circling back to Grandover, I just want to uh, say this real quick. My best memory is actually my lowest round ever. And I say that in the most unselfish way possible because I shot a 75 on Grandover West uh, on Father's Day with my father and my father-in-law. And it was actually one of the last rounds I got to play with my father. And it's yeah. still today one of my lowest – or it is my lowest round. And That's I special, say, dude. I'll say again, everyone knows I hit it pretty far, and this is my dad. He was in – pretty heavy chemo treatment at the time and I it was right after a hole it was a par four I drove it missed the putt of course and made birdie but we won't talk about that <laughs> so we got a 412 yard par four in the next hole and I hit the piss out of one right down the middle of the fairway yep. so did my dad but you know my dad's 60s on chemo blah 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 so I drive up to the farthest ball didn't even look I get out get my club uh, stand up to it I'm like Oh, oh shit. shit. It's not my ball. <laughs> <laughs> and then my dad pulls up with my now father-in-law and just gives me the look that only my look my dad could. Yep. And I, I have to say, shit, my ball's 10 yards back behind me. That is awesome. Greatest memory, and I will never forget that in my whole life. That's awesome, Will. Mm-hmm. I love that. The uh, Wow. that's Yeah, memories like that, any sort of, whether it's golf or not, with the parents, with the dad. I mean, when you're one of the dudes, you value those. Um, well, on a little lighter note, if you're struggling after nine holes, <laughs> what are you ordering at the clubhouse to get this round turned around? So I got Food sp- and drink. What so are we getting? I, so I got to split this up into two answers. Am I getting it turned around as in I'm trying to play better, or am I getting it turned around or I've just stopped giving a shit? Uh, turned around, trying to play better. Okay, turn around, try to play get better, beer in a shot. Make sure the beer is a yingling. Make sure the shot is high-class bourbon. Okay. So I will chase that high-class bourbon with a yingling, and then I will mosey on over to the number T, or the number 10T. Yeah, sorry. Yep. And then uh, if I just stop caring, you beat me by 10, or maybe, you know, I'm going to the bar out afterwards, uh, I will get a bottle of Coke, just Coca-Cola. Yeah. Because Probably I already because. have a bottle of bourbon in my bag. <laughs> so all I need is a chaser. <laughs> that was awesome, dude. Um, well, Will, really enjoyed getting to talk with you here. I think the guys were, you know, pretty uh, glad to get to hear from you a little bit more. Um, and looking forward to hearing from Dan coming up. So basically, our next segment is going to be the recap of Primland and Old Mill that me, Zach Hill, uh, Josh Vasquez, and Dan Green went to. So i got some audio recordings uh, that we're going to play from some of the guys on the weekend uh, and just kind of discuss what that looked like for us. If you're not familiar with it, Primland is number 28 on Golf Digest's uh, top uh, 100 uh, golf courses you can play. Probably now, I'll actually get to it as now my favorite course, even over Diamond Creek. Uh, the memories, I love Cade. Cade is the man. Uh, but at Primland, it has been nothing but pure bliss. But let's go ahead and start this off. We're going to listen to Josh. This is actually, I think we're on, uh, we played 36 that day. This is probably on like our 28th to 31st hole of the day that we recorded this. And so let's go ahead and hear from uh, Josh. All right, I'm here with uh, Josh Vasquez. We're out here playing at Primland up in the Meadows of Dan. Uh, Josh, tell me a little bit about today. Honestly, uh, it is possibly one of the most beautiful places I've ever played at. Um, regardless of golf game, like 
the view from here is just it makes up for everything so it's it's been amazing beautiful condition beautiful weather awesome people to play with so it's been a great time yeah the uh this morning you played pretty good yeah um i mean i, I felt like you you definitely hit your driver better than you normally do and that's nice to do at a nice course like this you don't want to come out here and just be making a mess yeah no and it's 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 like i said it, it was good morning a little bit tired now i'm kind of spreading shots but yeah I, like i said i mean honestly the view and everything that comes with this course it, it makes up for everything um it's, it's just amazing out here yeah we're playing 36 today and i think we're on hole 32 for the day so we've definitely had our fair share of swings <laughs> this morning we did uh, a little uh 2v2 match play me and zach uh took down uh dan and uh josh and then now me and josh are just playing a little two-man scramble versus the course trying to break par so Honestly, it's been a blast. You said, you know, the conditioning is really good. The greens were recently punched, but for punched greens, they're great. Um, it's amazing. Honestly, like for punched greens, I'm, they're still great. Uh, I kind of felt bad for putting divots in these fairways. They're so freaking good, but yeah. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing conditions out here. And you said the views. I mean, I feel like when we look around, you know, um, I mean, there's nice views on every hole, but it seems like there's like six or seven just awesome like vistas yeah. of the, the just basically the canyons and the valleys out here. Yeah, that are just, we're literally sitting on top of a mountain playing yeah. out here, and I mean, we're we're at the at certain points we're at the highest point that you yeah. see. It's it's just it's amazing just looking down and looking at all the views. It, I mean, I absolutely breathtaking, and, and yeah. honestly, the weather could not have turned out any better today. No. It rained on us a little bit this morning, maybe a total on and off like four or five holes, but yeah. that really was nothing. Um, and then this afternoon round, I mean, we're all in shorts and uh, polos out here, basically. I mean, it's just great weather. Um, so a little pricey of a round, but I know it's not something you can do every weekend, but is it definitely, if people are like, should I go? Do they it's, go play it? It's worth every penny you pay for this. I mean, every yeah. dollar, I mean, honestly, I I wouldn't even put a price on this yeah. out here. This experience has been amazing. That's how I felt when I came up and played the first time with my mom. Like, I was just like, take my money. Yeah, like, honestly. Take it. Yeah. And then today, I mean, 36 holes with U3 has just been, uh, honestly, been a great way to clear the mind and just enjoy the day. Yeah. I mean, we've been sandbagging the last couple holes because there's no one behind us the whole rest of the day. Uh, we're the last group out here. We're trying to catch a perfect sunset. It's like... Yeah, it's just, I mean, honestly, I couldn't ask for any better of a day. I, it's just been really nice to get out here and play, honestly. And it's just a great group, like I said, and just absolutely, as Zach just. <laughs> Zach is kind of falling apart. As we're watching Zach. He's flipping us off down below. Yeah, he's like, fuck you guys. But but, uh, <laughs> but we're all laughing, man. And this is what this is all about. So it it's is. just, it's awesome to be out here and doing this, honestly. Well, dude, thanks for joining us. And let's get back to the round. Let's do it. All right, man. Well, I was hearing from uh, Josh Vasquez, who was actually our second guest on Dudes of Hazards Radio. Um, honestly, Josh is the man. Had a great time playing with him. I do want to say, uh, Josh, I love you, but divots don't count when you're just fatten it down the fairway. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's actually what he meant by divots. <laughs> okay. but, uh, to actually, to, to be completely fair, though, uh, you've heard Josh had been through a lot the last little year, didn't play the game he wanted. Uh, he... Just came out and played awesome that morning at Primland. I think shot like a 92, which a awesome. 92 anywhere else is an 87, 86. Yeah. Uh, Josh just played awesome, kept his drives in play, hit irons well. He actually hit his irons really good for the vast majority of the day. The driver did start to get a little loose on the back end, but he had recently been a little off with chipping and putting, and he actually really tightened that up this weekend too. I mean, like Josh um, – 
you know, I, I would say Josh brought his A minus B plus game, and I feel like when you go to Primland, it's better than most. Yeah, you like you like you just want to play average or above average. Yeah. Like you don't want to play bad. C You're, student. Yeah, C student. <laughs> C, C pluses go a long way in life. Yeah. Um, but Josh brought the B plus game, so that was great from him. Well, let's go ahead. Um, we're going to hear from Dan. I'll give you a little bit of my take on the course <laughs> afterwards. Um, but I think we're really going to enjoy this phone call, Dan. Oh gosh. What's up, fellas? Dan, what's up, man? How we doing? Oh, we're doing really good. How are you doing, man? Oh, doing well. Doing well. If it gets a little loud, let me know and I can move. <laughs> so, I mean, when you say get a little loud, you're probably just not sitting at home uh, on a casual no, no. Saturday night, right? We, uh, no, we are actually at Noda Brewing in Charlotte. Have a few beers. Oh, well, I actually know that place. Dan, yeah? let's go out sometime. What's up, Will? Central, South Car- or Central North Carolina. I know. Every time that I we try making something work, you're always uh, gone or uh, vice versa. I've so. been in Tennessee well, too much recently. You know, <laughs> trying to hang out with Donnie too much. There's not. So. There's no such thing as being in Tennessee too much. So no, there is. There is. Trust me. <laughs> Shut up, Dan. <laughs> All right. So Dan's call is dropping, and it looks like we'll be getting back to our regular uh, scheduled programming. So thanks, Dan. Thank uh, God, ratings are going to blow up now. <laughs> <They're gonna be laughs> great. Well, Dan. Uh, Dude, so let's go ahead. We're going to just take a you – know, try to keep this at about 10 minutes, which means it will definitely run over to 13 minutes. So uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about Primland and what you thought of the day from uh, – just start the beginning, man. Yeah, uh, beginning was uh, – I you know, worked, worked the day before, uh, you know, 12-hour shift, got off work, and I immediately regretted not calling out. And I was like, all right, I'm going to I'm gonna go to bed early and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, wake up, got a long day tomorrow. And then, you know, Friday night, I kind of, kind of like a kid on Christmas, like could barely sleep, woke up, you know, probably every hour, just kind of like, all right, my alarm clock's going to go off in seven hours. So if I go to sleep right now, That's so I'll get seven enough. hours of good sleep. And then, the uh, you know, the worst, like, when you're timing your sleep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like, I think my alarm was set for... 420 for no specific reason. Just that was the time I was getting up. <laughs> 420. And, and uh, I think, uh, you know, I woke up at 3.30 and I was like, well, I'm up now. So uh, let's go. And kind of just, you know, kind of was like, all right, I don't have to rush, even though I had already picked out exactly what I was wearing and all that fun stuff. So it wasn't like I was. By you, you picked know. it out, you, you mean Jen. Yeah, Jen, Jen picked it out. Jen goes, this is what you're going to wear. Uh, that's kind of our thing is she picks out all my outfits, you know, so if you see anything, you're like, dude, that's terrible. You can just blame Jen for any of it. Okay. Anything that looks good, yeah. obviously Jen. Another sh- shout out to the dudettes of Hazards. Yeah. yeah. They take yeah. care of yeah. us. <laughs> we would be out there the in cargo shorts and a t-shirt <laughs> if it wasn't for you ladies. So cheers to yeah. you. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, left, uh, I left at 5. My goal was 5, and I was on the road at 5.01. Sent out the uh, you know the text message, make sure everyone was awake, and I think Josh was the only one we weren't sure. Dude, he was alive. I hate Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, I'm gonna pause this. We're we're driving up, we're texting Zach Hill, who just for the life of him will always run things. Everything is possibly close to the last minute as possible. He's even on time. We're on the road. Hey, in our little group chat, everyone up. Dan's on the way. He's like, yeah, me and Zach are. 
not hearing from Josh. And we're like, dude, if he doesn't wake up in like the next like 20 minutes, he's going to miss the round. I call him, doesn't answer. Call him again, he answers. Hey, man, I just figured I'd fuck with you this morning and stress you out knowing that you'd be worried about yeah. this. And I was like, all right, hanging up on your ass. Anyways. Yeah, damn. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Back so, to like, it. So, uh, like, I, you know, so I'm driving up and it was, you know, it's only a two-hour drive for me, but it's like the last hour is all – you know, mountain back roads. And then the last half hour was, I was in Primlin just getting to the, getting to the, uh, the actual clubhouse. Um, so I pulled up and I think I got there about, you know, 20 minutes for the rest of, you know, yep. three, three. Yep. And right when I pulled up, I was like, I should not be here. This place, <laughs> this place is amazing. <laughs> and, um, like I've, I've played some nice courses and I was like, holy shit, this is, this is it. This is awesome. Yeah. This is awesome. Well, you can literally uh, tell as soon as you see the clubhouse cresting from the gate, you're like, oh, okay. This yeah. is going to be nice. Yep. Like, we had a group text, and like we were like, so once you enter the gate, you have 20 minutes, so you're actually at the clubhouse, and we still have like 10 minutes to go, and we get a text from Dan that's like, oh, man, alert. Like, prepare yourselves. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, God, overload. Yeah. Too awesome. <laughs> so am I the only yeah. one that when you play these courses, we all come from – you know, East Tennessee roots. So, I mean, we're not, you know, up there. So, whenever you pull up to these courses, do you just hear, like, the Beverly Hillbilly theme just, like, playing in your car as you're pulling <laughs> up to these courses? Or is it just me? Sometimes. Just from well, the, no, the, the, times, the lowly Irwin background I have, but. <laughs> most of the times I'm like, why am I wearing this fucking hat? <laughs> like, you know, like, the hat first. But, you know, I just, I, I'm like, why am I, why am I, you know, X, Y, Z? Or I'm like, oh, my God. I please, please tell me that no one's going to be watching me on my team shots, you know? Yeah. Cause it that. was, it was just one of those. And then, you know, like the guys were awesome. Right when I got there, I was, I pulled up and, um, you know, they had a valet and he was, he came out and was like, Oh, what time's your tea time? I'm like, uh, it's eight 30. I know I'm a little early. He's like, yeah, we're not even open yet for another 10 minutes, but sorry about that. And I was like, you know, it was like a little after seven and I was like, Oh, that's fine. I just, you know, and he's like, you can walk around and, you know, just check it out. And I kind of did me some good kind of like, you know, I saw it and I was like, holy shit. And so kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and it was really much all I was looking at was the driving range and like the 10th hole tee box. Yep. <laughs> and, and but, you know, uh, you know and then, yeah. So yeah. Their was, driving range. So. I mean, like their driving range is as good as any driving range anywhere in the country. Like what amazing yeah. views. Uh, too many targets to shoot at. Different like greens to a practice, like you're doing approach shots out on the driving range. There's multiple targets. It's downhill. You see the early mm-hmm. morning. The deers mm-hmm. are coming out of the woods. The turkeys are back there yeah. in the distance, and you're just ripping and gripping and drives. Y'all gonna have to stop I'm talking great. about this because I just keep kicking myself that I didn't go. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're, yeah, it's my own damn fault. I know, I know. On now. <laughs> <laughs> but like, even like, there was like, you know, I mean, we didn't see any bears, and like, there was bear. Uh, bear signs and i was like i mean let me back up first so i came from the south you guys came from the north so when i came from the south it was like i took i was taking some back road and you know i took take this left and then i take this immediate right and it's like half gravel half paved something and i'm like all right i mean this is where i die like i have no service <laughs> and all of a sudden there's just this gate and it just says primland and i'm like what what is going on? This is this is what horror movies are made out of. Like this is how it starts. So I just you know rang the doorbell and I'm, they're like you know hi what can we do for you? I'm like I think I'm golfing here. And then all of a sudden no one said anything back. 
and like five seconds later the gate opened and i was like all right i'm in (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome uh so yeah so we basically uh everyone played their own ball in the morning uh we played a little 2v2 match played where uh me and zach had to lay the beat down uh to you and (laughs) josh i think we closed you out on 16 uh, yeah, I was gonna say it was like fourteen or fifteen. It, it, I think it might have actually been fifteen when I had that mm-hmm. ridiculous chip in from twenty yards down below the hole. Uh, yeah, the first one or the second one. Short, Four years, short game, yards putt. Donnie and Zach together. Why'd you let that happen, Dan? Well, because yeah, I mean, neither one of us are that strong off the tee. But then, like, I decided to have my best day off the tee box <laughs> in Donnie McCarthy's <laughs> history. Literally, I mean, Zach out of four or uh, Dan out of fourteen tee shots. What did I put? Thirteen dead oh, in the yeah. middle of the fairway. Oh, yeah, just... and the one that the one it wasn't was was barely off. It, yeah, you know, like there's uh, definitely some uh, scouting scouting really helped on that <laughs> on that route. So, yep. so Dan, you're at a uh, off topic. We'll get back to it. You're at a brewery right now, right? Yes, sir. You got a beer in your hand? Oh, absolutely. Okay, I'm actually slamming it. I'm about to get another one. I think. No. All right. So what we're gonna do is, <laughs> even though we're on over the phone. I'm going to finish my drink. Donnie's going to finish his drink. You're going to finish his drink. You ready? All right. All right. Let's do All it. Right. Three, Cheers to the dudes. One. Go. Cheers. Cheers. Well, boys, I only have like, you know, a little left, so I'll take it. Hey, <laughs> love it. Same one. Um, so that morning – we also were all playing like uh, basically like a two-man team. Best score between the two players is like your team score playing match play. I think uh, Zach ended up mid-90, Josh low-90. I was a mid-80, and you were a high-80. And for you, yeah. actually for all of us, we all said uh, being under 95 or 100 was our goal. Everyone yep. met their goal. Yeah. That was awesome. But you decided to basically <laughs> steal the show the last two holes with two birdies including a birdie on uh, 18 out of the bunker at Primland to shoot an 89. Yeah. How yeah, good was, was that? That was it beautiful, was, uh, by the way. It was one of those things that, I mean, like looking back on it, it was kind of like on the first first tee box I had, you know, probably one of my best drives I've had. I had all day. It was just straight. Yep. And, you know, if you know me, I don't, I don't hit the drive straight at all. So, like, I hit through the fairway. And then I was like, all right, that's fine. I'll find it. Found it. And my second shot was a five iron that I know for a fact I hit it. Like, I watched it. And I was like, all right, this is going to be a good day. And we couldn't find it. So yep. I was like, okay, I'm hitting the ball well. I just need to, you know, yep. figure out my life, which, you know, whatever. So I think both those birdies on the last two holes were, you know, a lot of luck. Um, but, I mean, Donnie, you, you, can, you, know, you can back me up on this. Uh, when, you know, Corey and I came over and played at um, Johnson City – you know, I said I like to play out of the sand. Yes. You know, like I, <laughs> I, did. I don't yeah. mind. I mean, yeah, same. I'd like, rather like, not play out of it, but I will play out of it. Yeah, like <laughs> you know? if you're a good sand player, like we are, you're kind of like honestly, like throw me in here. I've folded out of the well, bunker. You have. You play good shots, and you're like honestly, mm-hmm. if you understand the basic fundamentals of bunker play, it's actually pretty damn easy. Greenside. Yeah. Yeah. Don't put me in a fairway bunker. Oh, that's a different story. That's a different story. Yeah, I'm I talking. See, I, I think even even fairway one, I can. I'm all right with it. I think I'm all right. I mean, with I'm fairways. not gonna. I'm not. I'm, I'll be okay. <laughs> Will does not like the fairway action as like, much. You know, <laughs> I don't even um, like the fairway. If I'm not on the fringe off my tee shot, I'm probably not going to do too well. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, you know, that birdie birdie finish was really kind of kind of really recharged me, you know. And I was like, you know what? And I know, kind of, you know. Um, we wanted to play kind of do a best ball and just kind of against the course. And I 
I kind of went against the grain and I was like, I kind of, I kind of think I can do better than an 89. You know, I was like, yep. let's just, I'm like, I just, I'm like, you know, I remember we were talking in the, in the locker room and I was like, I think I can do better. Yeah. Um, and so we, you did. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, things, uh, things aligned and, and uh, it turned into one of those rounds that I think, I think 13 or 14, you know, either Donnie or you or Josh came over and was like, hey, you're having, you're having a pretty good round yeah, right I now, think aren't it was you? Like I, was like, 14. I don't, don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Like, I made it pretty casual, like, hey, like, like you're playing good. Like, we don't need to look at the scorecard and dive into the details, but, like, just keep on trucking. And, um, I mean, you hit an amazing little two-putt on 18 to shoot an 81. Uh, Dan, super proud of you. That, I mean, was that, like, three to five strokes better in your best round? Oh, yeah. Yeah, before that, I guess I had 84 once in uh, at Pinehurst yeah. on number one. But either way, it was like, you know, everything kind of lined up. Um I think the front, you know, the first 18, my biggest problem was my putt. Yep. Yeah. You right. could your, not, your not lag putt to save my life. No, you couldn't. My mom definitely would have had a lot of comments <laughs> about you. Like, we even were at the Primlin Pro Shop and you found, like, the perfect skirt my mom would have picked and up. And I even for said you. it. I was yeah, like, you're oh, like, check out the skirt. Man. <laughs> can we take a second? <laughs> can we take a second to acknowledge how intimidating Donnie's mom is? <laughs> Let's just pause this whole podcast and i've i would rather i don't know who's i don't know vitor belfort or some heavyweight ufc champion of the world say hey i'm gonna punch you in the face if you miss this green i'd rather them be there than donnie's mom watching me say hey you can get a shot of whiskey if you hit this green. <laughs> i mean like, great geez. i already missed it uh, she, uh, oh yeah damn we won't even go over the whiskey yeah we won't even do the whiskey challenge the, damn, those, the, those don't go together the greatest lady out there for us, but <laughs> intimidating as hell. No Love you, mom. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it's, so. Yeah, it was. Uh, she, yeah, she, she laid it on me, which it was well deserved. Yeah, the stuff <laughs> that uh, yeah. eighty-one. We're sitting in the uh, the nineteenth hole there at Primlin, which just offers great views of the whole area, and we're enjoying our uh, dramatically overpriced dinner and drinks, and uh, having a good time, and. You know, we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, I get a phone call, and Dan's like, "I need you to take this," and it's one of his buddies, and he's like, "So, how many mollies did Dan take to shoot an 81? How many?" Yeah. Yeah. I said, "No, dude, like no mollies, straight up, play as that as it lies, true 81." Dan balled his ass off. Like Dan, I mean, I'm, like, I, I, I've said this before. I will say it again. I love playing good golf myself, but I also yeah. love. <laughs> watching people play above their ability level and get in the zone. Yeah. Dan, the, the last six to seven holes, you were just feeling it. Like, you, you played amazing yeah. golf. Uh, that was a hell of a time. And honestly, man, I feel like just with some of the stuff personally I've had going on, I needed that perfect group of guys to come uh, just have a good bro weekend. And you, Josh, and Zach just brought that for me. So I just want to say love playing with you, man. Had a great time at the country club. Had a great time uh, beating your ass the first uh, 18 at Primland and had a great time watching you just absolutely put on the clinic the last 18 for your best round ever. Well, hey, if there's anywhere you're going to do it. It has to be Primland, right? Uh, I mean, I'm open Primland and then uh, I'm actually going to, you know, Stan Valley next weekend. So, or, you know, I leave Wednesday. Slight flux. So, slight, slight, slight flex. It's all right. I'm all right with that. So, like, basically uh, what you're saying is you're letting everyone off the hook at the Hazards Cup by not showing up and wrecking them and you're going to Sand Valley instead. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. It yeah. was kind of, you know, sorry, I had to 
my my skills are needed up north. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say, but, uh, no man. Go ahead, Will. Uh, so two weeks from tomorrow, Tot Hill Farm with the NC Birdie Boys. Ooh, maybe. Uh, I gotta check my schedule. Two weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. Two, two weeks, weeks from, from tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, I, I don't want to um, interrupt your, you know, your northern golf escapade, <laughs> but I might. I'm trying to think. That might be my last week of work. Okay. And I think you. I am working Sunday, Monday. Too. I'll, I'll, I got your number. I'll shoot you a text. Right, but, sounds uh, good, man. I'll have to double check it. But, but no, Donnie, back to you. I, I you know, I appreciate you. And the even the invite. Just uh, you know, for first when Corey and I came over, and then to, to Primland, I was like. Uh, I've been kind of eyeing it since we've been in Charlotte since last August. I was like, I really want to get up there, but I don't know when and whatnot. And then you kind of gave me that open door, and I was like, ah, I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on this. I mean, what well. better weekend than with the dudes, right? I mean. Yeah, that's exactly right. No pressure or anything. Um, also, Donnie, it's, it's pretty much that. Uh, you have to just start playing golf with me all the time because I've always shot in the 80s. <laughs> Yeah, three, three like, like Calvin and you were like, yeah, Dan's a mid uh, mid ninety to low ninety golfer. Yeah. I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. wrong. He's a mid eighty golfer yeah. because that's like, I mean, eighty one, eighty six, eighty nine from you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. that, that doesn't sound like a mid to low ninety golfer to me. To it me, sounds yeah. like a mid eighty to me, man. So Dan, no, I'll no. be glad to play with you anytime. Uh, I'm sure Jen or whoever you're with is like ready for you to be like, get off the damn no, phone. Jen, Jen's like, whatever. She's over here playing with her dog, so. <laughs> Love it. The writers, writers here haven't had a good time too. So, <laughs> good deal. Well, man, Dan, thanks again for coming up to Primland. Uh, had a great time with you, and uh, we'll look forward to playing together soon. Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for the interview, Will. Uh, hopefully, we can golf sometime soon. That'd be Absolutely. cool. We'll get together. Um, yeah, for sure. If not, I'll see you guys in I believe Myrtle is the next one I'll be at. Myrtle. Yes, sir. Oh, perfect. We'll, we'll see, see you, you there. So, all right, buddy. Take see care, you, Dan. All right, that was a little interview with Dan Green. Uh, I'm now going to just kind of take over a little bit and just talk a little bit about Primlin, and then we got a little recording from Zach Hill, uh, and then we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up. So basically, Primlin, you know, I've always struggled over the last year, what's my favorite course, Primlin or uh, Diamond Creek. And, you know, Diamond Creek may slightly be the better course, but my two rounds at Primlin, uh, for me, if you know me, uh, I'm a mid to high 80 golfer, so playing somewhere like Primlin and shooting in the mid eighties for me feels like shooting like a 79 or an 81. And so I shot a 85 my first time with my mom. We just went up there. She caddied for me basically. Um, and just provided awesome company. We had a great time. It was 47 degrees and windy. Um, but damn, it was fun. And this time going back, I actually had two chip ins to save par in the same round and a 60 foot putt for birdie. Uh, shooting 84 at Primland, and that just was more than anything I could have asked for. I uh, personally, again, you heard me say, like, just been kind of mentally exhausted and worn out from some stuff, and really just uh, honestly, a week before that, my golf game was really shaky. Um, shot like a 95 at Mountain Glen, went and practiced with uh, Ian at the country club, and just absolutely played like shit. Uh, so it was kind of nervous and to actually play good was a lot of fun, but Primlin just, it's one of those places that when you get there, everything else in the world just doesn't matter. You don't have really good cell service. Uh, the views on, there's about 14 holes with just spectacular views. Um, you're with your boys, you got 15 minute tea time interval. So there's no one even remotely around you. It's just quiet. The sound of birds and animals and the wind. Um, truly it's one of those places you just mentally reset yourself. And so honestly, that was fun to play there. Um, 36 holes the next day, uh, me and Zach played the old mill, um, resort. And I'm just going to say it. 
this course is the best course under $100 in the country. This course was, I think, like 70 bucks. I mean, they, they literally could tell me next time I go back, hey, Ed, man, it's actually $125. And I'd be like, like cool, still here's my money. Yeah. Um, take it and let me go play. Yeah. We had an absolute blast. It was just me and Zach. Uh, Josh had to go up for his uh, gender reveal of his baby girl, um, which, by the way, congratulations in Mahoney's. Josh will be by looking for a shotgun a little bit later. Unrelated note, but uh, expect that. (laughs) And then um, Released in 16 years. Yes, exactly. And then Dan had to run back uh, for a sort of like a wedding engagement, like weddings are important or something, but whatever. Um, but so me and Zach played this the next day and we just had a ball. I mean, just amazing views, um, well conditioned. There was absolutely no one out there. There was no one pushing us. There was no one in front of us. We just played. It really felt like two of us and three other groups on the whole course. It was just an amazing time. And so, uh, let's go ahead and transition and we're going to listen to a little bit of Zach Hill right here and just kind of what he had to say for the weekend. So Zach, you played uh Primlin for the first time, uh, Saturday. What'd you think of it? Honestly, it was uh, it was an experience. We we played Mecklemore last year together, and um, it was very comparable, but probably just a you know a notch above that experience last year. Um, just I mean, up on arrival, whenever we got to the gates, the 20 minute drive in was that was just amazing. Just in preparation for you know just the day, um, that 20 minute drive in was um, very unique because you don't really get that anywhere else and no. um, I thought that was really 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 cool and then obviously um, you know hole one which we'll talk about I guess further but that was um, <laughs> the views there on the green were just un- unreal so probably as good as any hole that you could play anywhere in the country oh yeah yeah, it, it reminded me a lot of hole eight or eighteen at Mecklemore, yep. just the finishing hole there. So yeah, it was it was great. Well, that's good. Uh, so yep, that was your first time getting up there. We played thirty six. Uh, so what did you think of that? So I didn't bring my A game, um, but you know, for my first time there, I wasn't super concerned with you know having my best round. I was more just trying to enjoy the day and. Um, Honestly, it was it was everything I wanted it to be. The group that we played with, uh, every, every guy was really awesome. We had nothing but laughs all day long, and um, yeah, I mean it was it was great, great conditions, great great course, and definitely definitely planning on coming back. So, well, um, what was your favorite hole, or do you have like you know maybe there's just not one hole because I know when I think of Primland. It was really hard for me to come up with that one hole that I love. I, I got like almost three or four that I think are just incredible. So, uh, what what do you find out there? What which ones really stuck out in your mind? For me, it was hole one and eighteen. Um, I mean, there were several where we had awesome views, but I think hole one primarily because it was the first hole, and you know, you're, you're, all the anticipation, and then the views, of course, and I actually parred that one, so that, that went well. Very nice. Um, and then eighteen where you're coming up on the clubhouse there's some views to your right that was that was also an incredible finishing hole so one and 18 were probably my two favorites well that's pretty cool when a uh, course can design the best uh you know two holes at least in someone's mind to be the start and finish hole and yeah you know it's not very often that you hear the first hole being one of the best holes but like right off the bat you're like man it just if i get 20 percent of these views the rest of the round 
it's better than anywhere else you're playing. Um, and it's cool. It's a really downhill par five. If you hit a good second shot, you can get on in two or at least give yourself a really short third shot in and get on in reg. Really fun uh, hole there. So I'm glad you enjoyed that. Was there any uh, just other maybe memories or anything that kind of made you laugh or a specific shot that you saw someone hit or yourself that really kind of stood out to you? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, honestly, just the entire day was pure bliss. I can't, I cannot complain. I love the fact that they have the 15 minute gap between tee times. Uh, give us a lot of time to not feel stressed or feel like we're be, we were being pushed by anybody. Um, as far as memories, um, you know, obviously the, the couple chip ins that you had that <laughs> I know one, one you were really shocked uh, from down below the, the below the hill there. I was on the green there by the flag when that went in, and you still didn't believe it until you came up and saw the ball in the hole. So, I had no business making that. <laughs> that was played from every placement from where it should have been, and, and ended up. I think you ended up parring that. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. So, um, th- those two shots were were very memorable. And then obviously Dan's chip in from the sand on I think it was 18. Yep. To finish, uh, which he finished with his, I think his best round yep, uh, ever. So good for him. Uh, got to ride with him on the the last 18, and he beat me. So um, congratulations to Dan. But um, and I, I guess you know your putt as well. Honestly, I don't mean to be your cheerleader here, but <laughs> <laughs> you had a good day. Yeah, um, it was fun. Didn't bring my A game, but I had a really good time, and I'm really glad that I got, got to come. So. Well, you were just getting that out of your way, so that way next time you show up, you're going to be shooting your career round out there at Primland. Um, so then that was on Saturday, played 36. We we left early, got out of there pretty late, and then uh, today we played 18 at Old Mill uh, Golf Resort, and we had never heard of this place. They don't have much of a social media presence, and we went and checked it out. And, I mean, uh, I'll talk about it a little more in the episode, but I just was blown away with how good this course was what did what did you think of our round today zach yeah yeah i mean i definitely played much better today than i did um the first 18 at primlin um and then you know i guess just you know whenever we coming even talking about the airbnb just the whole experience of last night to today um airbnb was awesome it was in a really good setting off to itself Uh, josh and i actually (laughs) made a little mistake and almost went to the wrong place first um but yeah, it was a nice little cabin in the woods, uh, really good setting. And then the course, um, it's hard to compare it to anything, I would say, but it was a good pairing to have that course paired with Primlin just because it was another course that you have never – it's probably the best course that no one's ever heard of, in I my opinion. Agree. You know, yep. And played really well today, I thought, as well as you did. Yep. And uh, just a good good day overall. So, I agree. It was like a mountain course that also had a lot of water. And usually those two things don't mix. Um, you don't usually see a lot of those. And it was, I mean, I can't tell you how many times we crossed the stream or had a creek or a pond around us. And that was just incredibly scenic today, um, more so than I think we even we expected. Um, so it was a great weekend. Uh, but to get the weekend started, it took a little bit of, a, of an effort on your part to make it work. So why don't you go ahead and tell the, the guys how you made this uh, awesome golf weekend happen. Yeah, so for all that know, obviously, uh, last year for Caledonia, I pulled a, an all-nighter because I had to work the day before and actually didn't sleep at all to come tee off at 8 a.m. that next morning. So this was the exact same thing. I knew that, you know, you and Josh and Dan were going down as a threesome and wanted to try to be a part of this, so I committed and had a graduation in Alabama I had to attend and uh, got left uh, Birmingham, Alabama around 8, 8 p.m., 
and then drove back um, to be back at Donnie's at like four whenever his alarm was going off to get up. So all nighter pulled, and I think uh, that affected my golf game, but it allowed me to experience an incredible, incredible golf course. So I'm yeah. really glad, glad I came. Now you got a little bit of sleep. I think you took a cat nap for about 42 minutes in the car. Uh, but that probably wasn't very restful considering it was sitting uh, upright and uh, not exactly laying down or very comfortable there. <laughs> not at all. I don't I don't even know if I was asleep for all those 42 minutes, but we'll, we'll call it 27 at best. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a good time and, uh, you know, looking forward to, to doing it again. Yep. I feel like that's just another classic uh, Zach pulling some stuff out of his ass to make this happen. I mean, he's a big guy that's been involved with the league uh you know, in our first year, and it's another guy that we're going to see at a lot of tournaments. So if you haven't met Zach yet, I'm sure you're going to have plenty of opportunities. Um, you know, like I said, last year we did that Macklemore trip together, this year this one. So really fun getting to go see these cool courses on like a small group setting versus a tournament or an official outing. So I have a feeling this won't be our last. So uh, I guess, you know, we'll need to get together and start talking about where our next special trip is going to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, thanks for joining me. And, uh, you know, we'll have to have you on the pod soon and uh, we'll talk about some more golf stuff. Looking forward to it. <laughs> okay. First of all, shout out Zach Hill <laughs> for getting 45 minutes, not even 45 minutes sleep. Insane. Like literally insane. I feel like if I was like, hey, Zach, um, I'm going on a four week cruise. Will you watch my dog that? is addicted to biting you, he'd be like, yeah, man, you're yeah. a part of the two. So, yeah, yeah cool, sweet. it'd be you're, fine. You're, I'm, Anything for you, man. Zach, you are too nice. God <laughs> da- dang it. Dude, God dang it, you are too it, nice, Zach. It, no, it's so funny. Like, he <laughs> uh, – Zach just has a knack of, like, all right, what's the most stressed out I can make myself while still making this <laughs> happen? Still being yeah. chill. But still being chill. I wish I had your temperament, Zach. I'm jealous. Yep. There was a fun fact, um, fun fact about your personality you were supposed to read on this podcast, and my fun fact that was written by my fiance, I will say, and I quote, I'm 6'3", I'm 265 pounds, I can squat 650 pounds, and I love to watch Queer Eye and cry with my fiance almost every night. (laughs) So that is a fun fact about me. Uh, I was supposed to read by my fiance. So if you want to know my personality, I'm 6'3", 260, squat 650, and I cry watching Queer Eye almost every night well, with my fiance. That is vital information our listeners actually did need. <laughs> Guys, this has been a great episode with Will. Um, just a little heads up. We have our recap episode of the uh, Hazards Cup coming out May 19th. We have our Hazards Cup this coming weekend in uh, Blue Ridge, Georgia. Honestly, cannot wait uh, for this tournament. The only thing missing is Will, but he's a busy man and has a lot going on. Fortunately, not going to be able to make it, but if he was there, this honestly might be the dream team of dudes going. Uh, Our next thing that we have coming up is Episode 7 with Ben and Mark Byler, who are brothers, and then Ian Heron, who is just one of our extremely vital and amazing league members. I think that's going to be a really fun podcast for you all to listen to. So, Will, thanks for coming on today. you have anything to end with or any last little notes? Um, thanks for having me, not only Donnie, but the dudes. And we're a great group of guys. Stay together and make sure you keep your head on the right path. Awesome. Will, thanks for coming on. And as always, guys, Keep it classy, dudes. Stay classy.